Now it's recording. All right, I'm going to try to recreate everything I just said while the microphone was not on. I don't know how I'm going to do that. I've been rambling to myself, I guess, with no microphone on. This is episode 36 of the Joyful Podcast. My name's Ethan Sherritt. Thank you so much for listening to it. It's a pleasure to have you here. And as always, if you feel moved, every review or comment or a little thumbs up. I don't know, the thumbs up really helps. But if you would please leave any review on like iTunes or Apple Podcasts or anything like that, it helps people to kind of relate to what the show's like and see if they want to check it out or not. And it would be, I would be so happy and thankful to you for doing that. And for listening. Well, it's the Joyful Podcast, and like I said, episode 36, all the other episodes, there's a lot more than 36, but a lot of them in the first year were not designated with a number. They was just like interview episode. That's all it would say. But from now on, going forward, we are numbering them. So uh, no matter what, if it's an interview episode or just, uh, I guess, an advancement technique episode, it will all be numerated. Is that the right word? Well, I have just written a bunch of notes over the last day or so, and now they all look like chicken scratch. Who wrote these episode notes? Me. Me, I I guess I did. This show usually has three components, and it's one, like, what's going on with me? Not because I need you to know what's going on with me, but because anything somebody's going through chances are you are too or have or, or know somebody who is so I try to just share what's going on with me so you can contextualize what the second component is which is the sharing and description of some method approach technique tool uh, idea that I am practicing so you can figure out if you would like to apply that or hopefully pique your interest in it because I everything I practice I feel like is is really positive and, and, and good. I mean, I, I do some things that are definitely not positive. And no good. No good at all. But uh, the ones that I'm sharing are all good. And uh, hopefully I can pique your interest in some of those. And the third thing is like a, a cultural observation about some kind of issue. Political issue, world issue, book, a movie, something in the media. Something like that. I'm a media... I should be a meaty meteorologist. <laughs> ah, just came up with that. So, thanks for listening. Jeez, I once again I recorded like so much good content, and I looked down, and somehow the thing had stopped recording. And I was literally talking about how I didn't record enough because of the technical issues. So I'm trying to figure that out. Thank you so much for bearing with me. This episode is just me talking about uh, me and you. And I've gotten a couple of emails uh, about guests lately. And, you know, some of them have been anonymous. Some of them have just said thanks. I like it. And even those, if you can just do those, those allow people to possibly check it out, possibly share, which I would be so grateful to you for. So what is going on with me? Well... I drove around today for Uber, drove a bunch of people around. That's a really cool thing to do. I like it. I mean, you get exhausted from just the stress of trying not to crash and have anybody crash into you and 
and traffic rules and lane changes and all that. But it's awesome for people to be able to just you turn turn on this app and people get in your car and um, you say hey to them and then you get a little bit of money. So whilst I am between careers and sources of more stable income, I'm doing that and it's pretty fun. Just got done doing that today. And uh, if you have any questions about what that experience is like or what <laughs> or the etiquette therein, you know, uh, or your, your observations or what you, your experiences have been with uh, Uber, please write in ethan.sherrett at gmail or you can find me on Instagram and message that way. It's at ethansherrettofficial. And soon, like I keep saying, I'm going to flesh out that joyful podcast Instagram as well. But right now, just the one picture. Well, I try to bring it to you very uh, authentically, if I can, which is not always easy for all of us. Some of us have to, we literally have to go into uh, a specialist to bring out what the hell we is wrong with us, right? And so I am trying to bring that about and, uh, and share it with you. And what I'm doing to tackle some of the issues you, you also might be tackling. Which is causing yourself to experience more joy. And share more joy because you're full of that joy. And enhance our experience collectively and individually on this planet. Because a lot of things are possible. A lot of things are possible. And things that we haven't even thought of yet. There are things there are things right now that we think are impossible and we are like all bothered by which will be done and and problems will be solved. Like the way our brains work, I mean it's going to be laughable some of the things that we think now and some of the divisions that are between us now, some of the bullshit we fall for now as society that I, I really believe like in a few years time so many more people are going to understand how how important it is for our brains to be healthy and how parts of our our neuroses and areas of the brain can cause us to react in some of the ways that we do that uh, keep us from making any ground on some of the bigger issues like uh Helping people get more educated so that our economy doesn't have these weird, artificial, damaging uh, things in it like that are bad for the environment or bad for our own health that uh, we consume so much and because we don't know any better. Well, we're going to we're going to know better. We're knowing more, more and more better all the time. So I encourage you to uh, just uh, keep doing what you're doing. Because <laughs> it's getting better all the time. Despite what you see in the... Uh, just don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype of the uh, the divisiveness is only getting more and more and more and more in, in the end. I mean, you should believe the hype that if you take care of yourself and make your brain healthy and share how to do that, um, with more and more people, which which we are, the younger generation, as well as the people who are just fed up of like older generations, we are coming around. 
we are meditating, we are seeing that we're accountable for what we do. And we are realizing we can give ourselves a better day, a better life by some of the simple things we practice and not by what we, uh, what we own. Although it is nice to own things, I'm sure. All right, I am uh, kind of spent, but I do want to get into, like, uh, the first thing was the Uber, the second, the, uh, what's going on with me. I moved. Did I tell you that before in the other episode? Oh, I, how I started, or how I had in my notes, um, this line from Hamlet, from, uh, you know, Hamlet, from Shakespeare. Well, Horatio sees the ghost of Hamlet's uh, father, also named Hamlet, if memory serves. And uh, he, he says, oh, this is wondrous, strange. And he's like terrified. And Hamlet says, well, then as a stranger, give it welcome. There are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, than are dreamt of in your philosophy. And he's, like, through some kind of tragedy, well, the tragedy that takes place in Hamlet, he, um, he's opened his mind to the, that the world is, uh, is, things are possible. And he's saying to Horatio, listen, your imagination, your philosophy right now, it needs to embrace new things because the world can be seen differently. There are things existing that we don't think are are capable or are possible right now. So that's kind of like, that's why I had that in my notes because I, somehow this wonder, wondrous strange was in my journal the other day. Just, I remember writing down, this is, this is a mysterious, magical world. There are opportunities. There's more possible in this world than we think right now. And so let's push our imagination for our day today and tomorrow and get ready for tomorrow. Get ready for tomorrow. And that led me to think that when I, I got fortunate enough to be like in this little small theater company in Los Angeles with a black box theater, I was doing a bunch of plays and I was lucky enough to be cast and play Hamlet in that little production in a stylish little, uh, take on Hamlet, but using, you know, using the actual play. And I got so many, um, I don't know, so much reward or good compliments and like, I don't know, what, what's the word? Congratulations. Everybody's like, congratulations, amazing, you know, that you got that part, congrats, 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 way to go. And I remember feeling like that way, I was, <laughs> it was amazing, I I really, really was trying to get that part so bad, and which is funny in itself, um, but it, it was absolutely 100% real at the time. And I remember at the read-through, the very first read-through, when everybody gets together and sees who, you know, meet not only meet the cast, but, it, you know, we sit down and we just actually take out the play and read through it. Um, so everybody's sitting down. In the ch- in the chairs of the theater, like like they're the audience, but this is the cast, and 
the director is the only one sitting on the stage. She's the director, and she's going to like kind of call out, you know, the stage directions and kind of pace the thing along for everybody. And she goes, Ethan, you you sit up here with me on the stage. You're Hamlet. And I remember just thinking, like, looking at everybody out there and the other guys who had also auditioned who were playing some of the other cool parts in there, and they auditioned for Hamlet. And I remember looking at each of them and thinking, my God, that guy would be an awesome Hamlet. Oh my gosh, that's, I would be like, that's Hamlet. That's what Hamlet would look like right there. And that is what I wanted to share with you, that that crazy level of self-doubt some of us get before we even like undertake a thing or while while we are doing it. And I just want, that's like one of the, it's, it's kind of always stayed with me. Why, why would I even have that impulse of thinking um, somebody else should be Hamlet and not me? That's, that's not very good to go into a project that way. So I guess I, I kind of ignored those instincts. And, the, and the, here's the truth about that, that no matter who is playing this part or that part, whoever is or doing this job or that job, Billy, Bob, or Joe, there's nobody that can do them. If they're, if they're practicing these life-affirming practices, these uh, techniques, and they're, fine, they're speaking from their true voice, and they're not uh, thinking that somebody else should be doing it, but they're doing enough repetition and enough um, exploration, enough study, and just... And confidence-building exercises. I mean, some of them are as simple as just saying, I am confident, I am confident a, a lot of times. And I didn't, I, at that time, I didn't know that. Um, since then, I've started this podcast. And because I'm, I'm really turned on by the, the ability to give ourselves a better day and a better life through practice. And that some people need it. And if you have doubt or if you lack confidence sometimes I just want to share with you how I I found that was such a a low point of doubt that I would even like think that and of course I, I didn't know I wasn't quite aware I mean I I did some of the practices that I talk about now it was it was probably on my radar how awesome yoga is for you. But I didn't realize many, many, many of the other things that I share on this podcast um, and that people of that make up the mindfulness revolution that say <laughs> you can advance your mind, you can take control of your emotions and you can you can cultivate more of the life and, and the energy that you want to have in yourself and therefore share with the world. Because, yeah, everybody deserves some joy. Everybody deserves um, to experience that. And, and anything is possible. It really is. So where was I going with that? I was just reading through my notes and saying just how crazy that is that um, how much you can lack confidence sometimes 
And then I asked, how's your tomorrow looking? And if your tomorrow is looking anything like, if, if you've heard me talk about like the miracle morning or the miracle, the self, people call it the miracle morning, the self-love time, the self-love hour, the power hour, the me time morning, um, the me gift, the I love me, a lot of me. It's, it's all about you. I mean, it's, it's you. And there's this really special thing that you can do in your mornings to, to, I'd like you to wipe the slate clean of how you're going to feel once you do these things. I just am going to encourage you to, to know that you're going to feel different if you have a morning that includes some of these things. And if, if you can't do the 30 straight days of this me time morning, you that that's 60 minutes long before you go to work or anything like that if you can't do that then maybe you could do like four days or five days and, and i have an amazing experience with that um and the whole concept is this i want to ask you a question serious question when you got up this morning how much time did you have before you were reacting to other things how much time was was it that was planned that you were hitting exactly the marks that you had designed like the previous day? If, if you have the kind of life that you already like, bam, this is, this is where I, what I grab at 5.30 a.m., this is what I do at 5.45 a.m., um, if those are like all are already like these, these bullet points on your day, kudos to you. That's awesome. Um, and, I, and then I want to challenge you and see if you're doing some of these other things as well, since you're obviously a master of like staying on track with that. If you wake up and you're immediately like um, solving your kids' uh, problems or immediately just trying to get ready on time and saying and like short, shortcutting things to get uh, to your car on time or, you know, like, oh, I don't have time to make breakfast. I'll stop and get it. Um, I don't have time to wash my hair I'll just you know put it in a ponytail or uh, or whatever if you're doing those things just reactionary reactionary wise we want to start building a morning of me time that's completely proactive that you planned the night before and so if your answer was yeah it pretty much felt like it was like a reaction the whole day until I got home and I could or then I, at the end of the day I could finally just laze around on the couch just for 5 to 30 minutes and just not do anything cuz I'm so exhausted from getting myself home or getting myself and my family home or whatever um and this whole thing about this miracle me morning time it's just, I, I have so much more to say about it, but um, that's what we're going to go with today. And I have uh, some tools. If you've, if you, it's, it's really, really hard to think of doing this, but the whole concept is that there's one hour that you're going to gift yourself. Nobody else can possibly do this except you. And it's, it's an amazing thing because the world is going to cause you to, to react all day long. But this is something that starts your day out with you at the center of it, that nourishes your mind, nourishes your confidence, nourishes your body, and helps you 
visualize what you want. Even if all your visualization is, I don't know what I want yet. Um, and it's going to allow you to bring in those other things that you're not doing, like start introducing them to your, to your life. If you wanted to read a book, if you wanted to write a book, if you wanted to go back to school, if you wanted to get your real estate license, if you wanted to, did I mention those things already? If you wanted to learn something, um, get in better shape, get some biceps, get some guns for the Huns, some, do some curls for the girls, anything like that, you, uh, you'll get a chance to start doing those things and introducing, introducing them to your, to your typical day. However, um, it's challenging when, especially if you have kids and especially if you have a rotating work schedule that like sometimes you get home at like late at night, sometimes don't. Um, my brother who is a pilot and flies all, all the time to different places and of course he has a, a varying schedule so it's really hard to get on track. So I'm not going to solve exactly that problem but I will, yeah, yeah, let's, let's solve that problem because this is what I had to do for myself. Moving um, from the apartment where me and Jack lived to a house, which is one of the exciting changes I told you about. I moved in with a, with a special lady um, into a house just recently and, and moved the, like the, the idea of looking for a job and career changing, which I'm doing moving, these are all these things which we kind of like grant ourselves like this is really difficult, this is a really difficult change, I can't be expected to have my great mornings right now I'll get. I'll work towards it well it had been too long I, I've been going too long with that and I needed to look around desperately for how could I introduce this to my life to get back into my me time mornings and so I can be productive again and not just uh, work and react all the time and if, if you're not ready to say, all right, well, tomorrow I'm going to have this hour that includes uh, 10 minutes of exercise, 10 minutes of meditation, 10 minutes of journaling, 10 minutes of affirmations, and 10 minutes of visualization, and 10 minutes of reading. Um, if you're not going to make that hour for yourself tomorrow, then you can, here's what you can do. You can get stuff ready to do it tomorrow. Like before you go to bed, you can look around as if you were going to do it and say, all right, what would I need if I were to, like, where would I put my, my coffee if I sat down here and started reading at 5 a.m. for 10 minutes? Do you have a timer? Do you, does your, like, Fitbit or I, Apple Watch have a timer on there that makes it easy to time 10 minutes? That's a really, like, helpful device because it's, a like, a mechanical thing or... It's a device, in any way, um, that will tell you when your 10 minutes is up. So you can so easily stay on track and say, all right, that was 10 minutes of reading. Boom, on to the next thing. So do you have a timer? Do you have a place where you can put your exercise clothes so that you're not waking anybody up and when you go get changed? Just a little stack. Go, go get the socks that you want to wear or the shorts that you want to wear when you do your 10 minutes of um, meditation and your 10 minutes of exercise and your 10 minutes of affirmation. How is that going to look? Are you going to get earphones when you're listening to like a 10-minute affirmation YouTube video or something? You can go get those things ready and, um, and start to implement that. And let me tell you how effective it is. This whole thing started actually with, as with a conversation with my brother 
he had asked me, uh, hey, you, you really slowed down on making content for that um, not just apartment uh, YouTube and Facebook brand that you made. The not just apartments. You were making content. You slowed down with that. What's up? Um, and I just said, man, I, I've just been... I'd love to do it. I don't know what happened. I I haven't had time lately. I've been doing a lot of stuff. And he says, what have you been doing with your mornings? Because he was curious because he wants to get on track with mornings too. And I thought, oh my gosh, I am desperately trying to get my mornings back, my me time mornings back. Because that's the only time I know that is guaranteed for me, my proactivity, and my advancement. Um, and what I was explaining was that when I got into this a year ago of doing I'd always like I said I've always enjoyed going for a run before work but I didn't realize how cons- how different the the view of that is when you look at it as like a 1 hour consistent gift that includes like not just exercise but these these many different facets that are that are healthy and good for your mind body and soul and when I did get into that last year, it was amazing. Like I was in that funk when I couldn't, I, I wasn't inspired by work. I, I didn't see a way out. I didn't have colleagues that like similar, like like-minded. I didn't, uh, I wasn't advancing any ideas any place. I was just kind of in, you know, just running operations. So I was, I was in like a motivational, creative funk. Having amazing weekends and evenings with me and the kid, of course, but all day long um, being in that that low place. Well, I started this, and I didn't do it for 30 days. Like like the suggestion is, like the challenge is, I did it for five days. And out of that five days, by the end of that like third day or fourth day or fifth day, I was so completely turned around. I had written... I'd started vision boards. I'd started. Uh, I'd started this whole new brand, which like kept me completely fired up over the next whole year, and made I don't know if it's like either five or fifteen, twenty videos that I was able to like uh, conceptualize this thing and brainstorm a lot of it, and I and I still feel like has a ton of potential that hasn't even been scratched yet. And I have a lot more unfinished content that I'm going to post up there, and I'm not bragging on that. I'm just saying. If you do this for yourself, seriously, it's going to take you some kinks. And, and part of the journaling is, was it successful? Like when you first opened the journal, was this successful today? Did I start at 5 o'clock a.m.? Or no, did I start at 5.45? I'm only going to have time for like, you know, one of these things today. Well, when I actually did it successfully for like the third, fourth day in a row, I was, I was so transformed that I was seeing everything as a different possibility. And I, I still remember writing on my vision board that you can redefine. Things are redefined. So like a challenge, I remember having this challenge at, at work and I completely turned that into one of the most successful videos so far. I, I, I had to do this thing and get this thing done. It needed video content for it. And I was, I went to work and instead of dreading it, which I had done the previous day, after a morning like the one I had made for myself as part of this, I was excited and I completely solved that problem and not only solved it, but like in a, in, in a way that's like a permanent create, creative way. So I just want to let you know that all of that was just from five days. So imagine what you could do if you do it for like 10 or 30. 
And that's what I'm excited about right now with me and the approach that I have right now is I, with the new place I'm living, I am trying to make that work and it's challenging because now when like, um, you know, if you're in a new place, you're not used to exactly how long it's going to take to get dressed where you want, shower where you want after. If, uh, if one of the kids gets up, so now there are kind of two kids in the household. So if my girlfriend's daughter woke up early in the middle of what I would have been doing my miracle morning, well, that's one of those challenges and we're going to just try to do it better and better, even if I have to do it earlier and earlier and so forth. So that's what I want to leave you with is how significant that me time morning is and just get on that. Please let me know if you have experience with that. You can share it at gmail.com. And the third part before we, we close this thing out is, boom, the cultural observation of, I already said that one, politics. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. The divisiveness is not, is not getting worse and worse. It's going to get better and better because there's people like, like you and me that are practicing our accountability, our peace, our happiness, our joyfulness and sharing that with the world and we're seeking authenticity and we're starting to understand that uh, we've been susceptible to um, to inauthenticity for a long time but we're starting to get through to the to the root of it in ourselves and then therefore like uh, between ourselves and we need each other we all are in this thing together as this virus is uh, is showing us we're all in this together and none of us can really predict that something might happen that can kind of throw a huge curveball in everything and have this butterfly effect for the good or bad. So let's get some butterfly effects for the, the good. That's the cultural observation. The practice I'm approaching, very exciting. I've never seen a therapist before. So I'm, I'm excited to uh, start working with a therapist. I've seen uh, this doctor two times and it, it has only been preliminary so far. But there was a little bit of an introduction to uh, a trance state hypnosis today. Did I say trans? Trance state hypnosis today. And so we'll see if that is super helpful. I'm, I'm excited about it. Excited. A lot of people uh, find a counselor or a therapist to be the best uh, thing they can do. And when you combine that with other things that we're doing on this show, it might even be better. So... I'm going to close that out. Please follow along. I would love any review you could make, any comment, suggestion. Please put it on that. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please add something. I would be so grateful to you for that. And let me know any questions or concerns. Follow Ethan Sherrod Official on Instagram. I'll try to post more stuff, I promise. But be well, God bless, and namaste. Namaste.